We know that in the previous parashiyas, when we talk about the Rishoyim, and later on, at the end, we'll see at the end of Pashas Vayetzeh, talks about later in Pashas Vayishlach. So Chazal very often tell us we're trying to quickly go through the Rishoyim, the history of the Rishoyim, and then we're Marech and the Sipuri Maisovis. Seems to be a stickle outlier over here in this week's parasha that the Torah very much wants us to study Esav. Right? The Torah, the Torah could have gone straight to Yankif and given us a whole elaborate history of Yankif Avin. But for some reason, the Torah is Marech, Sipure Esav, to learn about Esav. What, what, what's the Pshat here? If we look the beginning of the parasha, Rashi is a Rashi of Mamish of a couple of words of four words. Eila told us Yitzchok. So Rashi Yaakov Esav Hamurim beParsha. Rashi goes out of his way to tell us, don't make a mistake. That's Taka. This is a parasha talking about Yaakov and Esav, with the biggest lahavdul possible between these two people. So we have to understand that obviously there's something very much to be learned from learning about Esau. It's included in the, in the Sipurei Maisovis to learn about Esau. So that's like, obviously that kasha is going to be the Teretz to this week's Pausha. Because what's the second kasha you hit? Really the biggest kasha in the Pausha, just second because it happens, it progresses there. The second kasha is what's going on with, uh, with Yitzchok. What's the Tzachim with Yitzchok? Vayav Yitzchok is Esav. What's going on? How do we understand that? Without doubt, the Torah is telling us there's a Nekuda, Nekuda about Esav that Yitzchok Dafka gravitates to. And, and if you see that, it's not just the Kalach Yad. The Zohar HaKodesh, in this week's parasha, the Zohar HaKodesh, Taka says, that Yitzchok knew that who Yaakov was. He knew that Yaakov's going to be Maimed, what he's going to be Maimed. He knew. And the Zerah called the a million dollar question. So why did he like, why was he Rocham Leleis? What did he love about it? And to some degree, or at least in some area, there was a preference. Right? To Esau. That's Zoyer's question. The Zoyer's answer is more is more mind-boggling than the question. The Zoyer answers, Kol Zion Rochem Zene. Basically means the min likes its min. One min likes its min. You gravitate to each other. Right? That's why sometimes the best couples are couples that are not alike. Because there's so much more that could be accomplished. But a lot of times people marry somebody that shares everything about them. That's usually not the best idea. Not the best idea to marry somebody that has all your milas and all your chizkoinas. That's not a mila. I remember I came home from, from a date with the Rebbitson once and I told them, I sat down with my parents. For states like all parents, they wanted to get 
you know, shock of a tire of a date. It's one of the most not geschmack things that a boch has to do when he comes back from a date. To give back a, a, a hezbel in every nekuda of the date. And, and, and a Yiddish shemam so I'm a father, I'm happy. The son says it was, it was good. Good time, okay? Kavaldik. The Rebbitson wants to know, one second, if you were there for four hours, so, so, so you gave me two minutes worth of material. Let me hear four hours worth. <laughs> well, what happened in four hours? Yeah? Right? So I remember I came back from a day and I told my parents, you know, Baruch Hashem, the Rebetzin, there's so many miles to say. I said, she's also very organized, very punctual, very organized. So my father looked at me, she goes, what's she going to do with you? <laughs> so what I tell him, I said, I hope that she'll be much beyond me. Chas Hashem, I would have married somebody as disorganized as me. Rachmanu <laughs> Islam. I made her a stickle less organized. She made me a lot more organized. But the Zohar Kodesh says there's a tendency of Kol Zayin, Rocham Zayin. They, they connect. They, they go together. Rocham Zayin. That's the, that's the Teva. Do you realize what for in there is Zohar? The Zohar is saying that there was some Chibor Deeper Chibur between Yitzchak and Esau. And the Zohar says Yitzchak represented Din and Esau represents Din. And Yitzchak represents Din Lamala and Esau represents Din Lamata. Okay? I'm not saying that we have to fully understand this right at this moment. But I'm just saying the fact that the Zohar sees that there was some real connection. It wasn't Stam. So what's going on? What's to And like Rashi always says, Ain't I So we have to also learn Pshutay Shul Mikra. Right? Even though for Shtetzach, if you learn Mikra, just, just Pshutay, you have to go with all the Messiris of Chazal. But, but still, there's something to learn out of Pshutay Shul Mikra. So what do you learn out of Pshutay Shul Mikra? Pshutay Shul Mikra is Vayav Yitzchok as Esav Kitzayim Bifiv. Boshet. He was a ish sada. He was a ish tzayim. Yitzchak, no, he's a ish tzayim. How do we understand that somebody who's kulay ruchni, Yitzchak Avinu, kulay ruchni, the Amur Avayda, he likes Esav because of tzayim? Because he's a hunter? Because he brings home good flesh? How do we understand that? How do we even on a, on a pshutish or mikro level understand? Chazal then give us a shtikl interpretation. And the interpretation also makes it difficult. Even not Pshutay Shomikra. Chazal say, no. Inside lies a remez. What's the remez? What's hinted? That Esau fooled his father. It's a Meramez of him. What was he Meramez of him? We ask him Shilas. We ask him how do you take Meisah from Tevin and Melach. You know? He asked him Shilas. So when I, the first time I saw the Chazal, I didn't understand how the Chazal answering the Kasha? The Kasha is, how you talking? Yitzchak loves Esav because of, because of, Pshutay Shomikra is what? He loves him because he hunts well. He brings good meat home. Right? Yitzchak Mestamah didn't have deer heads hanging in his oil. Right? He had a Shas and Poiskim. Right? That's what Yitzchak had in his oil. He didn't need, he didn't need Esav to bring him back deer heads. Yeah? So, so now we make it better. 
was a ruchniyistik azach. So what was it? A ruchniyistik amaratis. I wouldn't be proud if my motzke or my yankif would come to me and say, Hech ma'asr in I'll say, Rabbi Zai, learn zroim. Vesta shenzen, hech ma'asr in hasamelech. I'll say, oh, I'm so proud. Right? I'm so proud my son asked me. My son asked me how to take my ice from salt. I'm so proud of him. It's not in it. I would have pity. On the other hand, Rivka loves Yankov. That's very understandable. Torah doesn't give Taka any reason. Rivka heaven says Yankov. By Yitzchok, state the reason. Doesn't say why. So Chazal seemed to explain that it didn't even have to say why. By the fact that it said Rivka Oheves is Yaakov, Beloshen Hoyve, Fayav is a Loshen Oval. Right? Oheves. So the, the Medri says the more she heard Koyal Yaakov, the more she loved him. The more she heard the Kol Kol Yankif, the more she loved him. It was a growing Ava. It was in a, so the Oyehevas already tells you the whole story. That it wasn't just, there's not one Nakuda, there wasn't one Yaakov. There was a growing Yaakov. Oyehevas is Yaakov. She loved this, this she, 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 the love grew from him. But this, this is the second, the, really like I said, one answers the other. But the fact that the parasha begins with Ela told us, and Rashi says, listen closely, Yaakov and Esav, Amurim B'parasha. Rashi's telling us as an introduction, don't dismiss Esav, there's something you have to learn here. This is not like when we say, told us Edom, and we, Rashi says we quickly go through it and get it out of the way. We didn't quickly get it out of the way. The Torah is like, angulate. and then the Torah tells us about the battle in the womb. And then the Torah tells us about the Mechiris HaBechoyra. All of these things, Esav is a major character. He's one of the stars. He's one of the star characters. So, Alf Lautman. And it evolves till the end of the parasha, where Yitzchak Avinu Taka is ready to give brochas to Esav. Noch Kashmir is Ruchni is this, she was gonna always, always gonna, it's true. It's true. But even, even the, the Gashmi is the Gabrochas, which Rifki Mena understood, we can't do that. Right? We can't do it. The Beis Halevi has an old explanation. Why? Can't do it. You can't, can't be that, 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 that the Gansa Gashmi should be given over to Asim, Chas Shalom. That there should be no, like the Beis Halevi says, we need a Tzina, we need our own rights. Can't be we should be so totally. Somehow Yitzchak's about to do it. Yaakov comes in, he makes a shtick. A kosher shtick, his mother told him to do it. Some someone learned it was a nevuah. And all of a sudden Yitzchak changes to him. It's a pelanifla. This is the son that he loved, that he dealt with, that he spoke to, that he spent time with, that he, he knew Esau. There's nothing new here. What, what new happened? That now all of a sudden... 
Everything is clear. To Yitzchak. The whole concept of Bo Chicho B'Milma Vayikach is B'Chosech is Mamesh Apliya. It's Apliya. It's Bella. Imagine a father wants to give over a property, a Dover Gashmi to his son. Right? Take it down to a very basic level. Yitain L'Chom Mishman is Hasidus. It's not for now. But imagine just a, a small thing. A father owns a $3 million building. He wants to give it to his son. So he writes at Savoy, I'm giving it to this and this son. So one of the sons forges the documents. It comes in and he makes his father sign over the property erroneously to him. Five minutes later, the other son comes. Dad, Papa, where's my land? Could you please sign it over? He goes, your brother just came with lawyers and mices and he he did it. So, so what's going to be, Papa? What do you mean, what's going to be? He keeps the property. Calling the lawyers, lawsuits, mices, what's to talk about? Yitzchak Avinu. Yaakov Inu himself tells his mother, how can I fool my father? My father finds out that I shvindled. They say, I broke up like Klola. Klola like Brocha. You want me to get a Brocha? It's going to be, be a Klola. And what is it? So that's what happened, Daka. His father found out. He didn't find out before the Brocha. He found out right after the Brocha. What's the difference? What's the difference? So, so I'm just going to tell you what we see from Chazal. And then we'll try to get an understanding. What we see from Chazal is that somehow in this encounter with Yaakov Avinu and then with Esau, Shemayim or Megala to Yitzchak something he didn't know before. That's what happened. That's what happened. You all know what happened? That's what happened. Avade, if Yitzchak didn't have any giluyim, if Yitzchak didn't have any signs from Shemayim that what he did with Yaakov was the right thing, he would have immediately taken away the brachas. Even after the Ragachov is Lom de Shavot. Right? Toilum remembers the Ragachov is Lom de Shavot. The Ragachov says that Yankif, what's with Yankif? Azar Shvindlau. He called Yaakov, he died with Yaakov, Yochum Novi. Talk like Yaakov. <laughs> if you're already going for the going for the thing, going for the kill, do it right. If you ever call my phone when I don't have my phone with me, my kids pick it up. They want the person to think it's me. And the more successful they are, is the more how long they can keep the person thinking. Yeah, if it takes thirty seconds for the person to hop, that they they win the award, the Shalom award. Yeah. So Yanke Mavinu goes in. Do it right. Dad, get up. Good. This was in the Bali Musa. Yankiv can't do such a thing. Yankiv can't do such a thing. Right? That, that answer is very, everybody knows. I don't have to say it. I can just say, was in the Bali Musa. You know what the Bali Musa say. Yankiv can't do that. The Ragachava makes it more lumpish. He says, Hilchas Mekach Toyas. 
if you are fooled, so it's a mechachtonis. But if you already saw a suffix pishas the kinyan, and you went for it anyway, you have no taina. So Yaakov Davka wanted to make Yitzchak confused. It shouldn't be clear. And he gave him the brocha anyway. I want the shetechetz. But you will understand that the Ragachev is only saying because this wasn't a monetary transaction. This was a brocha he gave to Esau. <laughs> the brocha. The brocha he gave the Esau was have to do with Yaakov. You come in, you put on, you, you put on a costume, you say, what's the tzachta? Somehow, Rivka imenu bechachmosa uberuach hakodesh shenimtzaba. She knew that this is a role play. This has to happen, and then Yitzchak will already get clarity. That's how you have to understand it. She knew that at this time she has to give Yitzchak clarity. For some reason, the nevuah that she got from Shem Ve'ever, she didn't share with Yitzchak Avinu. Could be it was supposed to be that way. She didn't share that that, that ace of who ace of his. But now she knew it's going to be Ms. Gala. So let's see what was Ms. Gala. So Poshik state. Vayigash Yaakov el Yitzchok Oviv. He came close to him. And that's, I think, in those words lies the whole turnover. All of a sudden now, Yaakov becomes close to Yitzchok. The roles change. Now Yankif is the Makurv to Yitzchok, not Esau. And then he says, There's a, There was a new Iskarvus. And what happened in this Iskarvus? He smelled. He smelled the clothing. And that got him very, very excited. The smell. So Rashi, when he says, what was the good smell here? He says, that the brings down, What do you mean? These were Gideon. He was wearing shearings from, from goats. It stinks. There's not Kishmak. You're not coming to Yechasana with Gidoya Hizim. It's a stink. What's Ace of Soma Spoil? The truth is, what Yitzchak, the truth is, and even if it smelled good, what's he Soma Spoil? <laughs> and if it was a good smell. So then we do understand. You see, the Mapecha here was Reach. What's Reach? That was the Mapecha. And now, it was Nichnasim Ganeden, Rashi says. The Reich was Reich Ganeden. And when Esau came in, all of a sudden, Gehenim came in. So basically, Yitzchok now had a revelation. It's not a kasha why Yitzchok said, Gam Because right now, all the questions were answered. In this encounter, all the questions, if we look at the Chazal, the questions were answered. So now we have to look into the words of Chazal and we'll see unbelievable things. Reach, what's Reach? It's the Reach. So Chazal tells us two things. One thing is Reach Kanahid. 
But then there's another Chazal, which is very hard to understand. Chazal say, what is the Reich Begodov? So what clearly wasn't the smell of the goats? Because that's not Kishmak. So what smell was it? It's Reich Kanedin. But it says Begodov. For it says Reich Begodov. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says, Al-Tikli Begodov el it's talking about Yitzchak smelled the smell of the Boigdei Yisrael, those that went off the derech. The revolters, the ones that, the, the, the rebels that rebelled, that's what he smelled. Who were these rebels? Two famous rebels, Yosef Meshisa, Yochum Tzoyrus. These were Geferlacha people for, for most of their lives. They did shuv at the end. Okay, so I understand that they also have a place. They have a place. They also have a place. But that's who Yitzchak smells? That, what about all the tzaddikim, v'atrimim, v'yishorim? Why didn't Yitzchak smell the whole Mishorim? Yeshua, Elio, all the good people. Hanani Mishorim, Azariah. Why is he smelling these outcasts that the end of their life, they did a shtikl tshuva. Not shtikl, I don't want to diminish it. They did big tshuva. And Chazal say they were koinoi lomoi. Right? They got elum have it. But why is that change? What's the new thing here? Shemayim gave Yitzchak this revelation. Now he went, oh. Now if you had, if you had eneklach, and you were able to see on the screen your eneklach, and one of them was Akiva ben Yosef. Right? And one of them was Rav Shimon by Yechai. And then there was a Yosef Meshisa. Which one would give you nachas? More nachas. Hey, Akiva ben Yosef, big deal. Moshe Rabbeinu said he should have given the term. Very nice. Rav Shimon by Yechai. Yosef Meshisa, Givaldek. But at the end of his life, he did shuvah. I missed the last couple of minutes of his life, he did shuvah. Oh! I understand. Even he, even he is Givaldic. I understand. But why dafka that? How does that change? The Gansamaisa So, Rabbi Sai, I told over the Koyal and Eretz Yisrael, I gave shit to them yesterday in Ulchus Hanukkah, but. I told him a little word on the Pauschen. I told him an alti aside from Rav Shach, but I want to now bring it into these Nakudis that we're talking about. Rav Shach Zatzal had a gewaldig word in Yitzchok being blinded. Rashi tells us how was Yitzchok blind? Because the, the Malochim by the Akedah they cried, and the tears of the Malochim went into went into Yitzchak's eyes, and therefore you got blinded. So what's the famous Rav Shach? At least here in Yeshiva already, it's a, a famous Yisoyed from Rav Shach. Rav Shach says, what does that mean? That, 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 that tears on... Look, Rav Shach, why were the Malachim crying? What was there to cry by the Akedah? What they were sad about the Akedah? What, what, what? It's Malachim. There's not, not an emotional ceremony. Why were the Malachim crying? You should know if Shmuel Birnbaum, it's a to hear this. To, to get a little, a reyach of, of who Shmuel Birnbaum was. Everybody knows of Shmuel Birnbaum's Torah. 
But this will give you a reach of a Shmuel Birnbaum's emuna. Emuna. Shmuel Birnbaum, he, he lived through quite a bit of challenges of Shmuel Birnbaum. He lost, he lost, he lost, I think he lost multiple children. But he definitely, one of his children, too, right? One of his children was Niftal. And he, when he was masked that child, he said an unbelievable thing. Which that, that will give you an idea of who Rav Shmuel Birnbaum, Zechat was. An idea, a reach. He got up by the Levaya, or subsequently, when he was masked, and he said, here's this kasha. He says, why did the Malachim cry? By the Akeda, Malachim don't cry. Malachim don't cry over such things. Well, why are they crying about the Akeda? He says, if you look in Chazal, it says the Shemayim opened up, Malachim cried, and the tears went into his eyes. Dr. Shmuel Birnbaum. Why did Shemayim have to open up? The water can't go through? Why did Shemayim have to open up? So, so Rav Shmuel said, in Shemayim, everything is clear that kakol the There are no questions in Shemayim. The famous Naisa with the Talmud of the Ramban. That before he was nifted, the Ramban told him to ask certain kashas that the Ramban had on the Bria, certain kashas. So I want you to ask in Shemayim and let me know. The Talmud came back to his Rebbe in a dream to the Ramban. said, I never asked the Shaila. The Ramban said, why not? He told him, because when I got to Shemayim, everything became so clear that if I would have asked that kasha, I would have been mavazah my Rebbe, the Ramban. I didn't want to be mavazah the Ramban. Yeah? I didn't want to be mavazah my Rebbe. So I didn't ask the question. Zokta and Shmuel Birnbaum, the Malachim, in order for the Malachim to cry, obviously Shemayim wanted there should be a Bechia, the Malachim had to become part of Oretz, because Oretz has the, the confusion. So the Shemayim opened up. Now Shemayim and Oretz were connected. Now Malachim were able to cry. Zokta and Shmuel Birnbaum, he has no suffix that this is Mamish Latayva. He says, whatever we're feeling is only because we're Ba'aretz. That was Rishmuel Birnbaum's words. But anyway, Rav Shach said a different part. Rav Shach said the Malachim cried because they realized that in Shemayim they could never do Messir's Nefesh. They don't have this ability. They were watching Avram Avinu doing the biggest act of Messir's Nefesh that they could never do. A Malach doesn't have a goof. He has nothing. He's, he's Ruach. Eish. Malach is a Eish. It's a Dover Ruchni. Memela, because a Malach is a Dover Ruchni, can't be Moiser Nefesh. Can't be Moiser himself. And for that reason, the Malachim cried. Zokt, Rav Shach Zatzal, those tears went into Yitzchok's eyes. And he went, wow. In Shemayim, they, they're jealous that we could do Messiris Guf for, for Shemayim. That they can't do. So then he looked at his two sons. He said, okay, I have Yaakov. Ishtam. Yeshiva Holam. Amish. Special. But then I have. I have an Esav. Esav is Ishtam. But Etzem, Esav has more opportunities. As an Ishtam. As an Ishtam. To sacrifice different elements of his life. For Fakodesh Bogom. And that, those tears of the Malachim, Dr. Shach, they made Yitzchok blind. They made it blind. He wasn't able to see 
Yaakov, how he could do that? How could he do the Sodeh part? How could he have the, the Kiddush Hashem of the Sodeh? I see Yaakov is the Ish Tam Yoshev But where's the Ish Sodeh? Where is that part that he could be moist? And that why, that's why it was the tears of the Malach. And Rabbi Sai Yitzchok Ovinu was right. There is a tremendous mila in being able to do that, to take the Sodeh and turn it into Brocha. Motzi Shabbos. We lose our Neshama Yisera. The Gemara in Be'er, after Zion, Motzi Shabbos, we lose our Neshama Yisera. And Chazal tell us, the Yishalmi, Tosis brings it down in Be'er, that we get weakened. We lose our Neshama Yisera, we get weakened. So how do we get back some Chizik? Did that, does that do anything for you? <laughs> Forget, even if you didn't have COVID, you could smell good. You lost your Neshama Yisera. So now a couple of clothes from, from 12 months ago that don't smell anymore come out anymore. Besame Abdullah, usually the worst Besame. Yeah. I always tell people, Pesach, you should burn the, burn the Besame. Make sure you get new ones. Because Bissam sometimes is 25 years old. People are Mashana the Bissam. You don't do Bidika every twice, every seven years, like you do by Mizuzis. So I don't understand. You smell a little Bissamim, and now, oh, I lost my Nishabi Yisera, what's going to be with me? Oh, Kavalik. Everything is great. What's Tutsach, though? Do you ever think about it? You smell the Bissamim, it's Meshiva Nevesh. Well, Meshiva is Nevesh. What? Pizza and ice cream, whatever you like. What's besomim? Besomim, you can barely make a birchas hananim on it. We need a special posuk that you can make a barmanim besomim. The miri has a kasha in proches. Why, if you jump into a cold pool in the summertime, when it's 100 degrees, you jump into a pool, why don't you make a broche? Just like you make on besomim. He says, well, besomim goes into the goof. It's a goof. And we, a pasuk, a call on the shamatah, we'll call. Besomim is not even enough of a hanoia to make a birchasanenim without a special pasuk. And then there's a shayla of Yosef Engel, if it's a birchasanenim, if it's a birchasashvach, what it is. Take a geschmack ice cream. I like ice cream more than besom. I get much more mechuzik from ice cream. Get me a good Rita's custard called Yisrael. Oh! Efshet is helping the neshom yisei ha-bisom. Better yet! A geschmack of kivega. Boy, when they besom. Okay, neshom yisei, no problem. You can go, take care, take a hike. I got my clothes. I'm clothed up. <laughs> What's going on? So Rabbi Isai, Shemayim showed Yanki Vavinu. Shemayim gave Yanki Vavinu a gilui. Right? Yitzchok, a gilui. That the same ish soda that he sees in Esav, 
is actually going to be within Yaakov's also. Yaakov is going to have many colors. Klai are going to have many colors. It's not going to be Yaakov Avinu, all his children in Enoch are going to be Ishtam Yoishiv Olam. There's going to be all types. So much so, there's even going to be a Yosef Meshisa. And there's going to be a Yokum Mishtsoyris. They are Kimat like Esau. They, they're Mamish Esau. And still, they're going to do Tshuva. They, they're going to also make a cover Shemayim. So Shemayim showed Yitzchak the parts of Klai Yisrael that are closest to Esau, and they also came back. The male, the whole party is over. Esav's whole card, his card, his card for brochus, is because he's the one. He's going to be the Yosef Mishisa. He's going to be the Yochum Mishtaris. Shemayim Yaakov Avinu has it's hot cold boy Ashkoilas, and that's why Yitzchok said Gam Borachia. Gam Borachia. What's Reach? Reach is the Ruchnius of Gashmis. Reach is the merger where you, where you have a, a Ruchnius that you smell. Smelling is not a tangible thing, but it comes from the Dover Gashmi. So Reach is Misamel. Reach symbolizes taking the Ruchnius out of the Gashmis. That's the Reach Boigdov. He smelled the reach, the, the ruchnius that came out of the, 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 the depths of the Gashmias world, of Yosef Meshise and Yochum Mishtreiris. That's, that's why it's called reach. Because reach is the ruchnius of the Gashmias. When we leave Shabbos Kodesh, a day that's Kuloi Ruchni, Kiddush, Shabbos, Torah, Avoidah, Oineg, and we go now into the Choyl, we get weakened. So we have the summon to remind us that we have a week ahead of us that we could take the Reach out of the Gashmias. We could take the Gashmias and turn it into Ruchmias. It's the Reach, the same Reach that Yitzchak smelled over here, the Reach Shogan Eden. That Reach that we, that the Reach is there to remind us that we could make sometimes more of the Choyl if we do it properly. The Chol could become Kedusha. The Zohar says the Neshama of Shabbos is the whole week by a Talmud Chach. Right? Because this idea. So that I think Rabbi says is what's Merumas. And that's why the parasha begins Ele Toldois Yitzchok Ben Avram Rashi Yaakov Esav Esav, the concept of an Esav being able the Sodeh, the Ish Sodeh being able to transform those things to Ruchnius is amazing. And I'll just end with the Baal Shem that I frequently say. It's a very big Limur Haskell, this Baal Shem Tev. The Baal Shem Tev says, it says in the Gemara that Machloik is Beishamah and Beishilil. If it was Noyach Loy Lohodom Shenivu and Mishilayniv. Is it better to be created? Is it better not to be created? Right? So Beishamah said, Noyach Lohodom Shenivu and Mishilayniv. Better not to be created. Right? Pesil said, Noyach Lodom Shenivo. At the end, as it says, Nimnu Vagamu, Noyach Lodom Shaloy Nivra. The end is, Chazal tell us, 
that Beisilel agreed to Beishamai. Noyach loy lo adam shaloy nivro mishinev. Achshas shivnivro, you fast fish, but myself, you should do your best. Difficult Gemara, obviously, right? I always say, based on that Gemara, a guy comes over and he tells you, uh, you know, my wife had a miscarriage. Oh, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, that's such great news. You were zoichot to noyach loy shaloy nivro, ah, great, gewaldig. A guy comes over, he says, you know, my wife had a healthy baby. Okay. Shane, he's here, so we'll try to do the best. Try to make it work. <laughs> Is that what Chazal is telling us? It's based on the Marshal. The Marshal says in Mesechus Makis, Nimnu Vagomu means, literally, they counted. In the Torah Doshe, there are 365 Lois and 248 Mitzvah Sases. Which means, just from talking arithmetic, there are more ways to mess up than to benefit. What's a good money fund? What's a good money fund? A good money fund. A good money fund is somebody who runs a fund in which he buys different types of securities, of stocks, where you hedge them against each other. You say, okay, that, that if that goes down, that probably is going to go up. So I buy that, I buy a certain percentage of that, I buy a certain percentage of that, I buy a certain percentage of that. Rather, this year, the funds, the hedge funds did terribly because the Hilchus funds didn't work. The Svaras of funds this year didn't work. Meaning that they, they tanked together. There was a Sheves Acham Gam Yachad. But that's the kunz. Somebody who has a good fund, a good, the idea is that you buy enough, right? You buy enough variables in your, in your portfolio that I'll be seichel. If the bonds go up, this goes down, I'm going to get it. Okay. So you're, 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 you hedge enough, and the better a person is at that, but the better of a fund they can run. That's why the, you know, the big funds, they ran sometimes with, with genius mathematics. Genius. Geniuses. Mathematicians that could run the best funds because you have to make all these chashbenas. This goes with that. It's like a chess game. It's like a chess game with, with money, with, with different securities. No. Memela, Beishamai said, you have 248 possibilities of scoring points. And you have 365 opportunities to mess up. Is that a good, is that a good, uh, a good risk? Doesn't sound very good. Doesn't sound very good. It's It's easier. This is a risky business to come around here. It's a risky planet to visit. That's the Marshal. Nimnu v'gomru, literally, they counted the mitzvahs. Zok the Baal Shem. But you don't realize a mitzvah is not only a mitzvah. Everything in the world you could bring out covered Shemayim. You, you have your whole life. Rabbi Avigdor Miller's Aksal used to say, when you go to work, you should be mechaven. You should be mechaven. You want to mechaven as your family. 
And he said, then your whole day is a mitzvah. He used to go crazy from that. He said, people, they, they, they drop diamonds. You go to work, you kvetch, you do it, it's a Think about it, that the Rambam says, the biggest stock is to support your family. How would a guy feel if one year he was zeichet to give a half a million dollars to stock? He would walk around, his chest would be bust, busting out of his shirt. Right? If you supported your family with a half a million dollars, Think about it. Right? That debris is full of opportunities. If you're going to just stick to the text, 248 assays, 365 lessons, then it's not a good, good, good place. But, look into all your actions. Bring from everything, and then it's very good to be here. Then it's Takanoyach Loishenev. Then it's Takanoyach Loishenev. And that's the Pshat. That's Taka the Pshat. And the Mela, that's what we have to take from this Pshat. Yaakov the Ace of Amun, the parasha, the way the parasha begins, is because we're supposed to realize the fact that Yitzhak Avinu wanted to give the brochas to Esav should teach us how much we could be Mekadosh Tuchel. How much opportunities there are Basada, the Ishtzayi, the Ishtzayi, how many opportunities there are to, to have home runs. To have home runs. We don't realize the Bachutz. Everybody knows Rav Shach Shiurim. Chotzev Lahavizesh. Rav Shach Shiurim. But Rav Shach, Zatzal once said that there was one B'dikas Chometz night that was the highest moment of my life. Now you think, Rav Shach, the highest moment of Rav Shach's life. I mean, <laughs> you know Rav Shach, I mean, we don't know Rav Shach, but we know that we don't know Rav Shach. Rav Shach once said his best year was during World War I when the whole yeshiva had to run away, Nebuch. He was talking to yeshiva in Slutsk alone. Right? He said, and that's not because he was all alone in the base of Medrash and it was freezing. He went through Gans Basra that winter's man. He said, doesn't give him the bestest man. That doesn't give him my bestest man. I went through Gans Basra that was my best man. To get the war and the running and the escaping and being alone and no food. That was my best. That's Rav Shach. So what's Rav Shach's best moment? One night of B'dikas Chometz. What, what happened that night of B'dikas Chometz? So you think, oh, that night, he found the Kazayis Chometz. That Chas V'Shalom, if it would have been in his house, who knows? Is it Rabbonon? Had nothing to do with Pesach. He said he had a Talmud that had an emotional issue. A Ponavisha Talmud. And the Talmud came to him. And it was Erev B'dikas Chomas. I don't have to tell you what a Yiddish house is, Erev B'dikas Chomas. Rav Shach, you could imagine. Erev B'dikas Chomas. And Rav Shach looked at the Talmud and he said, this guy needs to see a psychologist very quickly. This one, this guy needs help. So, he, there was a local doctor, Rav Shach could get you into any doctor. There was a local doctor, but he felt that this Talmud needs to see a top specialist that he knew in Eretz Yisrael. 
But that special is Afumayit. And it's the night of B'dikas Chometz. What's the chance of getting an appointment with a top psychologist on the night of B'dikas Chometz? The answer is zero. You're not getting in. There's no, there's no phone to call. There's no nothing. You have to realize also this was before cell phones. The, the, it's not happening. But if Shach looked at his Talmud, he said, but this boy needs to see somebody. He's bizarre. He needs to see somebody. Rabbi Sai, Rev Shach took a cab with this boy to Yerushalayim. Yeah? He took a cab with this Talmud to Yerushalayim to that doctor, to his house. And he knocked on the door. The doctor's in the middle of Badika's Chometz. But Rav Shach is here. Forget about Badika's Chometz. Hashem Alikachatira. He's shaking. Rashiva said, I need you to speak to this Talmud. I need you to speak to this Talmud. And Kachava. If Shach said that was the highest point of his life. Because it was such a challenge for him to do it. And he felt he, he was Machazik his Talmud. That was the highest point of his life. That was an Ish Sadeh. That was Rav Shach in the Sadeh. The Rav Shach who spent his whole life in the Polish, in the other yeshivas. To being Marbet's terror. That was his chance in the Sodeh. And that's, that's, that's what we have to realize. We have such opportunities, not just in the base marriage. We have opportunities in the Yaakov, Esav, Amur, and Beparsha. But the fact that Yitzchak Avinu was going to give Baruch Seyzer tells you this. We should all be Zoyichetake to shine in the base marriage and to bring the Kovach Shemayim into the Sodeh. Agun Shabbos, Agun Chodesh.